Hello and welcome back to Talker Through. This is episode three. Today's guest is Brooke Currian and she's at Orbit Jewels on Instagram. I'm alive. Thanks for coming on, Brooke. Can you tell us a bit about your business? Hi, so I'm Brooke. I own Orbit Jewels. It is a handmade jewelry company. Um, we make a lot of jewelry with precious, semi-precious stones, and they're really good for helping with a lot of like confidence issues or anxiety, stuff like that, which is something that I really enjoy promoting because I think that's something that is really helpful for people. Um, and I sort of started my business uh, June 1st, so it's been a few months now. And I started it because I've always loved making jewelry. I think it's great. It's super fun for me, but I can only like wear so much jewelry. So I decided to start selling it and starting a business. And I think TikTok also helped a lot about with, with that because there's like such a good small business community on there, which I really enjoyed and I loved. And it really inspired me to start a business and it's been great so far. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice you started that late. I thought you've been going for quite a while. We've seen your TikTok. You've got quite a lot of followers and I've seen you doing okay on Instagram as well. Could you tell us how you first got into jewelry and thought this is the thing for me? Um, I think I I just love making things. I love being creative and it's always been something I've enjoyed doing um, in just different aspects. But I think for me, I've always been very into like makeup and like beauty stuff. And I think jewelry kind of connects those two things where it's sort of beauty, but also being creative and, you know, giving that to other people. And I think that's something that made me really like passionate about it. But also some like random thing, like I have always loved collecting rocks and like crystals and stuff like that. It's always been something I've really enjoyed. And so incorporating that into jewelry as well, it sort of brought all of my interests together, which was really great and something that made it like perfect for me and something that I really enjoyed doing. So that's how it sort of all came together. Yeah, so when you, you sort of decided that that's what you wanted to do and you were going to make it a business, what was your first step? Like, where did you go? I went to Google, honestly. I didn't know, like, the legal stuff that I had to do. That was all, like, scary for me. I'm, like, such a rule follower. I didn't want to, like, break any laws and, like, do anything wrong. So I was like, okay, we have to go to Google, make sure I'm doing everything legally. And I think that definitely made it more, like, more serious for me because you're putting like a lot of money up front when you do all the legal stuff because it is a little bit expensive like some of the like the permits like a hundred dollars itself so that was like I had to be very serious about it and I had to want to do it because I was putting money up front um but I think I googled that and I also again like there's so many uh businesses on TikTok that I was watching their videos they're giving advice on what they do for their shipping their packaging and so I've sort of become that resource for other people too, because I think TikTok has been so helpful with telling me what to do for my business. So I want to give that back to people and sort of be like that and give them advice on how to start their business because it's been so rewarding. Yeah, I think what you said about your, your ads for money up right, I don't think people want to take that risk at times. But when you said about you noticed all the serious things, did that put you off or did it just motivate you more to keep on doing it? I think it sort of made it feel more serious. So I was like, I have to succeed at this because I am putting money up front and I am spending money. So I was like, I have to keep 
going. I have to like make some money from this to at least break even. So it sort of pushed me to keep going and to look into ways to advertise my business and ways to promote it. So that way I would be getting sales. I think it definitely did make me more serious about it because it's a lot. Yeah. When you said about advertising and things like that, what sorts of routes have you gone down with that? Have you gone down the, the TikTok and Instagram or have you sort of put other types of non-social media adverts out as well? I think I've done some um, paid ads on Instagram and I'm looking to do um, some on Facebook as well because I've heard great things about Facebook. Uh, but also people post their TikToks to Pinterest and they like I've gotten a lot of attention on Pinterest as well. This is all I mean, it's all social media, but I feel like that's like the best way to promote. I have like talked to my family and friends about it as well, like offline. Um, but I haven't done I haven't done a lot of advertising off social media because I think that's what has really helped my business. Um, and I think I mean, also just like having my TikTok has helped a lot as well. The having Pinterest and posting on there has helped a lot as well. So there's a lot of free ways to do advertising. Uh, and I, I honestly have gotten way more benefit from that than the paid ways right now. So I don't think I'm doing the paid ones correctly because I'm not getting as much from it as like posting on social media. But yeah, that's just the way it is, I guess. Yeah, I'd definitely say about Pinterest. I mean, we haven't, we're not personally on it, but we have thought about going on to it in the future. But do you think to take your business to the next step paid marketing is the thing that you will have to do? I do think so. I've started, I've used the money that I've gotten from starting everything up and I'm going to put it into paid ads. I do think that's something I'm going to be doing very soon. I just started school though. So I'm waiting a little bit until I have like more time to put more effort into my business because right now it's hard like juggling both of that. So I'm waiting just a little bit and then yeah I will definitely be investing money into paid ads I think that's what's going to really help me in the long run so I will be starting that soon I didn't, I didn't know you were in school do you find it hard to manage both and have the time to put into your business as well as your school work or do you manage it quite well honestly it's not been easy <laughs> I I'm a college student um and I started my business over the summer so it was something that I hadn't done school and business at the same time. So it was brand new to me this semester. And it's been really stressful, especially with like online learning and everything like that. It's, that's like a whole new thing for me too. So it's sort of having to balance this new way of learning that I haven't done before. And then also a business that I just started and I'm just trying to like get everything together. So yeah, it's been very hard. I have not found a good way to manage it yet. I definitely, if anybody ever has any advice on it, please let me know because I'm, I'll, I'll let you know if I ever get there. But right now it's been really stressful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's hard enough for us as well. So we're in college, which is, so yours, I think your college is the equivalent of our university, isn't it? Like that sort of. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we're like a couple of years below that now. And I find it hard already, obviously we've just gone back a couple of weeks ago, I'm finding the time to manage our sort of podcasts and social media, as well as like revising for, for college and things, it's definitely hard. I think it puts a lot of people off as well, like you said, you have to put time, money, all this effort in up front and balance, and I think quite a lot of people have already give up before you have. 
Yeah, I, I do think I, I usually, this has been something for me that I am way more motivated to do than I've ever really been. Like I've enjoyed things before and like, I'll do them for a while and then I'll be like, oh, like that's not really my thing. But for this, it's been something that I'm really passionate about. And I think that's what the difference is, is that I have, you know, cared enough to put the effort in. But no, with social media, I totally understand. I was like posting three times a day on TikTok and I was like spending so much time on my content. Like every single day I was like getting stuff together. And now I'm like, I can barely post like once a day. Like I am exhausted. <laughs> so it, I totally understand the like balancing social media and like school. It's, it's hard. And I don't know. I think it's just been something that I'm going to have to figure out. And I think... I think it'll come soon. Like, I think once I'm a few weeks in, it'll be a lot easier to balance it. But right now I'm just trying to figure everything out. So it's been difficult, but I think I'll get there. I think it's, I think it's probably about getting into a rhythm, isn't it? I mean, we've all come out of lockdown and life's a bit up in the air, but I'm sure when we're, when we're in it for a few weeks and we're back and we're normal, I'm sure we'll be all right. But um, what, is, what is the plan? Where do you want to take your business? Like, what the, what's your long-term goal? Well, I really want to start something that I've always wanted to do is like do something with charities. I think that would be something that I would really like to do. I didn't do it at the start because I was, again, trying to balance like my getting my pricing right and also being able to still like pay for my products while also being able to donate. But I think that would be something really cool. I have um, some collections coming out that are I'm doing like a save the bees thing because I, I love bees. I think they're so cute. There's so much going on. They're like going extinct that we need to like start saving them and stuff. And I think um, there's this like, there's this one place that they have a lot of, um, they like have this garden area where they plant a lot of um, plants for the bees that they can go pollinate. And so I want to donate money to a lot of different bee charities and I want to start a collection for that. So stuff like that. I just think it's so fun to be able to give back to charities with your business. So that's what I've been really wanting to get into. Um, and I'm starting to figure that all out right now. It's probably coming in like the distant future because it's not exactly something that I have like enough information on right now, but um, I'm working on it and I'm really excited about it because I think that's something that I've always wanted to do is give back. And now I sort of finally have like the resources where I can do that and I can really help out. So that's something I'm really passionate about. And I'm definitely looking for other charities that I would eventually want to do lines with and stuff like that. That's something I am really passionate about as well. So, yeah, that's definitely like a, a great cause to, to go into and things like that and starting to give back to charities is obviously like good for everyone. Um, as you start to do that and you start to work with more different types of brand, can you see yourself employing anyone to sort of come in or can you see it just being you? I would love to hire other people. I don't know exactly like how I would even go about that. I haven't looked into that right now. So that's definitely something that's like not going to be coming for a while just because I don't know any of the rules behind that. Like there's a lot of like paying taxes with employees and all I, there's a lot of stuff I have to look into before I like think about hiring someone but that is something I would love to do um and I definitely am very open to that in the future it's just about figuring out how to do that and how to pay someone and do all that stuff I'm not sure how that 
exactly works. So that's down the line <laughs> a long way in the future, but I would love to do that. Yeah. And uh, you were saying about like uh, at the start about your um, the small businesses on TikTok and, and how helpful was they? Was did they really give you guidance on how to go about things? Yeah, it's been super great. I think they, there's so many people who are sharing how they ship their products, how they, um, where they get their packaging, how they create their products. There's so many people on TikTok who are very, very helpful. And you just ask a question in the comments and they'll respond and they'll give you advice. And I think it's been so great. I have learned so much. I like ship through, I ship through Shippo, um, but a lot of people do pirate ship as well. And those are both ones that have been talked about on TikTok a lot. And that's what's really helped me. I would have just shipped through USPS, which is a lot more expensive because um, Shippo and Pirate Ship get like discounts and it's, it's through USPS as well, but they get discounts from them because they're ordering, like they're shipping so much through them. So it's saved me a lot of money, honestly. And same with packaging, instead of having to do like a lot of trial and error to find the right packaging, I'm able to go on TikTok and have people who are promoting this packaging and I know that this is like something someone else has used and they've enjoyed and so it's not I don't have to like go around searching for like hours <laughs> to find the correct packaging I just am able to like trust the people on TikTok and and then I can give them the same advice that I was given which has been so great I think it's so supportive and I don't think it's about like competition ever on the small business TikTok I think it's very a very supportive community which I really enjoy yeah, I don't think there's much like competitiveness. I think everyone's on there to help each other. And we are we found ourselves, haven't we, how helpful it can be in terms of like like getting going and especially for us because we're not we've not we're a bit in the same position as you. We haven't started properly big and then pages are really helpful, even for simple things like packaging products and things like that. They're really good. Yeah, it's been incredible. I think there's so much advice on there. It's and it, there's also a lot of other small businesses like buying from other small businesses and promoting their products. And that's something that I really enjoy doing. It's hard because again, like I am a college student. I don't have like a ton of money to like buy from all these businesses, but it's been super great to be able to support them and give reviews on products and like promote them with what I can do because I think that's so great. And if someone had done that for me when I was starting up. And I'm, I have had a lot of people promote my products on TikTok and it's been very helpful. And I wish like I could have had that stuff like way earlier in my business. Cause I think hearing those, hearing the feedback and in the positive things has been super great. And it's been really inspiring, makes me want to do this even more because of how positive everyone is and so sweet and it's, it's been great. What, what has been your best way of marketing? What social media app have you found to be the best? Um, for sure, TikTok. I think TikTok is just so great and that the algorithm is made where everyone can sort of make it big. As where with Instagram, I've had a really hard time because it seems that I like grow followers pretty slowly on Instagram as where on TikTok, like it could go like that like so quickly you can gain a lot of followers and a lot of attention which I think is something that's really unique about TikTok's algorithm um so I I found great things with that and again also Pinterest has been super great for marketing because you can get so many views so quickly 
Uh, I think, and especially using videos, like if you're using your TikTok videos, you put in a bunch of hashtags on Pinterest and you're getting like thousands of views and it's so helpful. And it's been, Pinterest has been great and TikTok has been great as well. Um, and it, it's just, it's everything is, everything's going pretty well with those two social medias. I think Instagram though is definitely the hardest one, the hardest one to, um, get attention on i think yeah yeah um the the um obviously you've said about using tiktok for, for marketing and things like that have you looked any at the analytics on on the accounts or is that something you've you've sort of changed your content to uh, make it more friendly to, to your target audience on there or have you just carried on with the same content from the start um i have definitely figured out that certain content does better I think content where you're giving advice and helping people out does incredible because people want advice. They want to know what to do. And I, and I love making that content. So that's been great. But also something that's really been helpful is figuring out when I'm supposed to be posting. Um, I was supposed to like the times that it says that I'm good to post and I get the most engagement is from um, 11 PM to 11 AM. And it, I was like, I don't think that's true. I don't think I get a lot of attention during that time. But um, it turns out it's like, it's not, I was thinking, which would make sense that it's to my time zone because they know where I live, like they have my location, but it's actually to a very different time zone. So it's five hours difference, which means it's 3 p.m. to 3 a.m., which is totally different times. I was like, I'm posting at 11 and nothing's happening. And that's just because of the time. So I think paying attention to the analytics and really learning about them is very helpful because so many people post during the wrong times. And I think that's something that I, I wish it, I wish it made it more clear because I learned uh, again from TikTok from another small business, they posted about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never knew that. I really thought it was towards my time zone. And that may have been like, giving some of my videos less views because I was posting them during the times I thought I was supposed to post them and I it was wrong so yeah we well we've just learned that now because ours um ours I think ours is eight o'clock at night and obviously well our last three or four videos have been at eight yeah. o'clock at night and they've probably been average views like probably a bit below average so we've definitely we, you've definitely just taught us that now yeah it's it's so weird because I feel like pretty much I mean, and it's a, it's apparently a huge thing. They do that with all social media. Um, I heard, I think it's Instagram is Pacific standard time and TikTok is like UTC something. I don't actually know what that is. I don't know what time that is, uh, what time zone. So I just Googled it and like Googled the time difference and it's like five hours, I think five hours ahead behind me. Um, so it's just something that I didn't think about. And I don't think most people really do, but it, it obviously does impact your content when you're supposed to post. So it's, it's been definitely something that was helpful to learn. Going back to your business, if you had to give someone advice or a tip of some sort, or you were getting into a business or wanting to start the business, what would you say to them? I would say do as much research as possible. I don't think you can ever do enough research I feel like I researched a lot, but I feel like I still don't know enough. And I've been 
like doing business for a while and there's always more to learn. So, I mean, Google, like look into things, go on TikTok, like ask people questions. Um, I'm always like, I'm, my DMs are always open. You can always ask me questions about things. Um, but I think just doing research on literally everything possible. I think like buying books has been super helpful as well. I've been reading a few um, business books and those have also been giving me advice on things I didn't even know I needed. <laughs> I think there's so much stuff out there that I don't know about and I don't know what I need to learn at this point even. So there's so much research that you can do and I think learn as much as you possibly can. It'll really help you out. Um, that's the main thing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But I think another another big thing is, and I know you're very passionate about jewellery, but it's going into something that you you love doing and you want to do in the future. And like that's what we're trying to find out now, what sort of business that you want to go in and don't almost just don't rush into something and don't waste your time or money. Yeah, and I think that definitely like with with researching that i think if you're if you're doing your research and learning about um learning about everything that goes into a business i think taking if you're going to be taking that much time it's going to be something that you have to be passionate about i don't think if i wasn't passionate about it i think i probably would have quit like a long time ago because it's exhausting it's stressful it's a lot of effort so definitely you definitely have to be passionate about it as well um but that's sort of it's just, it's a huge, it's a huge step to take to start a business. And, you know, I think again, like, yeah, being passionate about it and also doing your research, knowing what you're getting into, I think also. Yeah. You said before about sort of not feeling like you knew what you were doing. And that was definitely the case with us. We started a podcast. We absolutely had no idea. I just typed into YouTube how to start a podcast. It still feels weird now. It feels like you're not doing it properly. Do you know what I mean? But that's that's definitely what we did. Just sort of found it out, researched as much as we could at the start, and then found the rest out as we went along. And obviously, we're still learning off people who come on and people that we we found online and stuff. But you said before about reading like business books and and things like that. Have you got any recommendations for anyone listening on on the books that you read? Um, I do. There's one. I'm so bad at remembering things, so I don't have the book with me right now. And of course, I don't remember the title of the book I'm reading. I should. I should remember this stuff, but I have like the memory of like, I don't have a good memory. It's so bad. Um, but I know there's this one TikToker who recommended a lot of business books. I'm going to pull up her page now, but she recommended a ton of books and they have been, I've been going through the list of books she's recommending and they've been so great. Hold on. Let's see if I can find this quickly. But, um, I, I think honestly, just like there's there's so many books out there that have been helpful, and yeah. she is she's doing a book club too. Okay, here she is. Um, so Rachel Pedersen and her TikTok is the Miss or the Mister Pedersen, and she actually has um, she's doing a book club and she has a lot of book recommend. This is not showing up. Sorry, um, but she has a lot of book recommendations. And the book that I'm reading right now is, is one that she recommended. So, um, and I'm, I'm planning on reading all the books that she recommended because they all seem really interesting. But yeah, I think just getting advice from other businesses about what books to read. But yeah, I do wish I remember the name. I'm so, I think it's the .com or something like that. 
it's something similar to that. Yeah, but. I think I think books is like a, a great like read, whatever you want to call it. But I think there's other ways as well. There's YouTube free. I think you can just let. I don't think you have to pay for a course or you have to go on so on. I just think you can find it all out on social media. It's all there for you. Yeah, you totally can. I don't think it's something that you need to do, but it, for me, it was helpful because it sort of has all of that in a book that's condensed and I can go back to it. And I think it definitely wasn't one of the first things I did. I started with Google and I started like looking on TikTok and YouTube and all that stuff. And I think there's a lot of free resources out there as well. Um, but for me, it, it was just helpful to get something sort of that I could look back at and I could have in front of me and like highlight and it, it was just helpful in that sense. But yeah, there's totally free resources that you can get as well. And it's, you don't have to pay to get resources. It, it was just something that I thought would be beneficial for me. And I, I do enjoy the book. So it's, it has been helpful. Yeah, I just don't think people need to, to feel pressure and there is ways to go about it that can fit everyone and it doesn't come down so much money you have. It can come down to just if you want to do it, just go out there and do it. And I'm sure I think that is definitely the message of this podcast and what we are trying to send out, definitely. Oh yeah, no, there's there's plenty of of free resources. And I don't think I I, I don't think that people should feel pressured to pay a lot to start a business. I don't think you have to. Um, I think there are ways to do it in an affordable way and to start your business. I think it's just down to how people learn best. I love reading. It's something that has just, I've always loved doing it. And it's easier for me to like read things on paper than on the internet, which, so that's just how I thought I would learn the best. Um, but again, I've also learned so much online and I think it's, it's a super great way to get more information so i think and also people share the information online from the books as well so it's not like you have to pay to get that information because what i'm reading from the books and what i'm learning i'm going to be sharing with my followers so it's not like people have to buy the books to learn it it's just that's how i feel like i learn best so that's just the route i went down but i definitely don't think anyone has to i know you're set out on on jewelry now but do you think down the line, I know your, your passion is for jewellery, but do you, down the line, could that change and could you sell other things on your website or you set out as just jewellery? I'm, I'm sort of, I want to move on. I want to do other things as well, um, but I'm just not sure. I've heard a lot of uh, mixed opinions about having multiple things under one business and how they have to have like a connection and they can't just be like unrelated completely. So I'm trying to figure out a way to be able to sell other things and sort of keep it related because I am, as I said, I've always been super into crafts and into being creative and stuff like that. So I have, I totally have things that I would like to sell. Um, and I've sort of looked into creating them, but I just need to figure out a way to connect it to the products I'm currently selling because I don't want them to seem like completely unrelated. And my name is Orbit Jewels. So I'm also like, I did sort of put myself in a corner with that. And like, it's jewelry. Um, but I, again, if I can find a way to work it in, I totally think I would love to expand to other things. Yeah, I think that was an interesting point, actually, when you said about the mixed opinion on, um, on, on mixing your thing. There's so much on, in all aspects of business, so much advice that contradicts each other off, off the, but like, I've definitely heard, um, 
people on Dragon's Den in, in our, I think it's Shark Tank in America, isn't it? But Dragon's Den in our country. And they'll say, I heard Tuchel Sullivan and Peter Jones, and it was like, cash is king. And I watched a video the other day, Grant Cardone, saying cash doesn't mean anything and things like that. And that's so, it contradicts each other so much. And But people are both really successful with hundreds of millions. So I think it's just important to take all the advice with a pinch of salt, really, and just find out what works for you. Yeah, I think that is important. I there, I mean, there's so much advice out there. And some of it I've taken and it hasn't worked. And some of it I've taken and it's done great things. So I think honestly, just trying everything out. Um, but I do, again, because of my name, I do feel like I can't really move into other things. Um, so I do want to try and find a way to make it somewhat related. But um, we'll see. We'll see if I'm able to find something down the line because I would love to sell other things and like do other crafty things because that's something I love doing and I do think I'll be able to find a way to make it work. I just haven't right now. So we'll see, but hopefully. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be an idea that you can come up with along the way up and change it and go into other things. But if you did go into another thing, what would you would you like to keep it down the jury line and link it, or would you like to completely go away and like start like t-shirts or something like that? I I mean I am interested in starting t-shirts or like stickers or stuff like that, but I do like I want to make it related um, in some way. Like as I was saying with the like save the bees line, how I was doing a jewelry line, I would want to make like a t-shirt or like stickers related to that. So it's like sort of within the same theme and I'm not like totally randomly coming out with t-shirts and stickers. It sort of has something to do with the jewelry that I'm coming out with. So it will be still somehow related. Um, just, so I don't think I would just start like selling something totally on the side. I, I do want it to have some sort of connection just so it makes sense to me and also to, you know, the people who like my business and watch my videos and my content. I'd want them to feel like there's a reason why I'm coming out with t-shirts, <laughs> not just like I just decided, but. Yeah, I think the people who, who are following you for jewelry, they wouldn't want you to, to go completely away that idea because people will feel like they've, they've built a bond with you and what you're doing. And do you think that's important to have a follow base or your fans who, who support you as a, as a person and what you're doing to, to stick in what you believe in and what you sell? I think it's totally important. I think it's it's so great to engage um, with your followers. I mean, I've honestly, like I've made friends from this. I've made like businesses that I would consider myself friends with. Um, we've like bought from each other and I sort of feel like I'm just sort of like friends with a lot of them. And it's, I think that's something that's super great because you want them to feel like you're a person. You don't want it to be like, you're this like business and you don't engage with the people that buy your stuff or anything like that. So I've always tried to keep it like I'm a person. I'm like a human. I'm here. I'm like a real person. And I always like to write handwritten notes with like my orders and stuff like that, just so they know that there's like a person behind it and that I do care about them. Um, because it's honestly, it's been so exciting. And everyone that has bought from me or watched my content and left comments, like for the most part has been so, so sweet. Um, so I think it's it's super important to engage with your followers and the people watching you. I think it's it's just one of the, and it's also one of the most exciting parts of it all. I love making jewelry. I'm passionate about it. 
but I think talking to other people that are also passionate about similar things is, has been so great. And that's honestly one of my favorite parts about it is meeting people that has been so incredibly like rewarding and great. So that's honestly my favorite part about the whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's definitely one thing we try and do, like reply to every comment. And obviously, like you said, most of it's positive. You get the, the odd comment that comes on YouTube or TikTok or whatever, but you, you can't really look at that. And you, you can't really look at all the good comments as well and completely let yourself go. You've got to sort of keep keep grounded and things. But we definitely try and interact with everyone that, that comments and things because it's, I think it's important for people to, like you said, to, to develop a relationship with you. And obviously then everyone's invested in your brand rather than just you. And as you grow, they'll be able to watch you grow and, and everyone will enjoy the process. Yeah, I think that's super exciting for me. It's just, I feel like I have like a giant group of people who like are excited about my brand and my business. And that makes me feel really good. And again, that's also what pushes me to keep going because there, I feel like there's so many people supporting me in my business and that means a lot. And I, yes, there are like the occasional hate comments and I have to say, I am not the greatest at handling. Like I don't, like I do, I'm a very sensitive person. So I just like, I do like take things like that to heart and I need to work on that. That's something <laughs> I need to learn not to do. But it's so like the way that I like to think about it is I would never ever leave like a hate comment on someone's video because I don't, I am all for like being positive. And if I ever think something that's negative, I'm like, oh, like that's like really expensive or I don't think that's that cute. I would never comment that. So I think you sort of have to think about the people that feel the need to comment something like that and like have that say more about them than yourself. And that's something I'm definitely working on because I, again, am a very sensitive person and I do take things to heart way too much. So <laughs> it's hard, but there's been way more positive than there's been negative. So that's interesting that you said that really. And I think that's another put off of a business of the hate comments and the hatred and, and maybe not being in the right area to start things like this. And I just don't think it should stop people if they want to do it. Just go out there and just try the best to do it, really. And and that's that's all we've, there is to say on it, really. Just try to ignore the bad things out there. Yeah, and I I try I do try my best, and it I've gotten a lot better at it because I have sort of like had to put myself in the mind of someone who would leave a comment like that and think that like they're obviously not in a good place if that's what they're doing with their time. Um, so I think that's really helped me a lot and I do think I I honestly feel like um it's something that I I've always needed to have a thicker skin and it has helped me um because it, and it's only been a few hate comments but it's just sometimes you need to learn to like not take things to heart um and I don't think I don't think hate comments should ever stop anyone from what they're doing honestly like take that comment and like prove them wrong like keep going and you know and listen to all the positive people because you know if there's way more positive people than negative people then you're definitely doing something right so just ignore those comments it's it's hard it's hard it's not easy but you know you have to do it for your business and also just like for your well-being yeah definitely it's obviously 
we, we all will will remember the negative comments more than you remember positive ones. It's just it's just a natural instinct, isn't it? But do you think that any social medias and obviously you use Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok quite a lot? Do you think any of them could do uh, any more or any anything specific to stop the hate comments or to make them less visible to creators? They do have like limiting comments and stuff like that. So there is a way to sort of stop that. Um, I just don't exactly know. You'd have to sort of come up with a way to, because you can limit certain words from showing up in your comments, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I've never used that feature because again, it's been like a few comments and I don't want to limit the positive comments because of a few negative people. Um, there's definitely ways that you can stop those comments, but I haven't felt the need to because, again, it's been very limited amount of hate with, like, a lot of love, so I don't feel the need to limit my comments yet, but if, for whatever reason, if something is getting, like, way out of hand, I think there's definitely ways that you can sort of slow that down by limiting the comments, but that's not something I'm really interested in doing, so I just, I haven't. Um, I don't know if there's anything that they could change to slow down hate comments. I feel like people are going to find a way no matter what they do. So I don't know. Yeah, definitely for us as well. That's, that's not something we'd really want to do, limit comments and things. We, we obviously want, want everyone to have the, the chance to interact with us and things. But what do you think on the idea of that I've heard a few people say about having to put in a sort of passport number or a driving license number when you sign up for an account. So even if you don't have to use your real name to everyone else, the companies know who you are and any comments can be traced straight back to you. I mean, I, I think that's an interesting idea. I haven't heard of that before. Um, I, I didn't know about that. I think, I, I do think there needs to be like a little bit more accountability on the internet because if I wanted to, like, I could just create this account that has nothing to do with me. And like, I guess IP addresses and stuff, like they could sort of trace it back to you, but not easily. Um, and I think there's a difference between like, like hate comments and like negative comments and actual comments that are like damaging and like bullying and stuff like that. And I think for situations like that, that would be helpful. Um, because there's like some people and I thank God, like I never have gotten these comments, but there's people who are like getting death threats and stuff like that. And I think in situations like that, there should be a way to sort of connect to who's saying that because that's really dangerous. And I don't think that people like that should be like allowed to be on social media and like leaving those sorts of comments. So I think that would be helpful. Yeah. I haven't heard of that though before. Yeah. On that idea, I think people will probably look at it and think, that's a bit serious, maybe not do that. But I do think there needs to be something put in place where they, they update the system or, like, make the report. Because the report system, system's rubbish, you know, on Instagram and TikTok. They, they, don't, they don't do anything about it. It takes too long. People aren't. By the time it's posted, you, it's gone. It's over. And you don't want to limit your comments. So it, it is a real hard situation that they're in, but I'm sure they'll come up with a way over time. But they... they did you find hate your hate? Did that ever put you off doing the business or did you just think I've got to put this aside and crack on with it like you have now? Um, I don't think it's ever stopped me from wanting to do my business because I knew it was something I wanted to do regardless of whether or not people were giving me hate for it. Um, it did like hurt my confidence a little and my confidence in like in everything like for a second. And then I, I did 
I did get over that. Um, it was the initial like, oh, like, I didn't expect that because it had been so many positive comments. And then there was like a few negative and I was like, oh, that's like new. I don't know. Like I haven't seen that before. Um, and it hurt for a second. And then I, again, realized that like, I would never do that. So I don't think that I need to value the opinions of people who are sort of not really acting in a way that I would ever support. There's so many phone calls today. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I sort of like learned to um, ignore that stuff, but it was hard at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's all that we we wanted to get today, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a great place to finish, obviously, and just keep them positive and things like that. So, thanks for coming on, and will um, anyone who wants to, wants any jewelry, they know where to find you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Thank you.